0: Follow up with your listeners. Yeah, hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points Podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Hedding. And if you're a layperson or you know someone who occasionally preaches, you may be interested in our Preacher's College, which takes place from July 18 through 20 on the campus of Gordon Conwell Seminary. Now, this two and a half day seminar equips you with important basic fundamentals. For effective preaching. Like more information or register for Preachers College July 18 through 20 this summer, then visit our webpage at gordonconwell.edu/slash preaching. That's gordonconwell.edu/slash preaching. And now for this week's Preaching Points podcast, we listen as Doctors Scott Gibson and Haddon Robinson discuss some strategic ways to follow up with our listeners.
1: Our sermons don't stop when we give the benediction or finish the conclusion. They actually have a much longer impact, we hope, on the lives of our listeners. And there are ways that we can put feet on our sermons as we engage with our congregation, our listeners throughout the week or throughout the next weeks or months or even years. What are some ways, Haddon, that you as a preacher have seen this take place as you follow up with your listeners?
2: Well, this is a strange way to answer you, but years ago we bought a Toyota automobile. It cost us the brink of whatever we had in our budget. But I was impressed that about two weeks after we bought it, got a call from the salesman at the Toyota company. He said, calling to see how you liked that new car. Oh, we liked it quite well. I thought you would. You, you made a good choice good choice; It'll last you for years. That was all the call was. And I thought, yeah, I feel a lot better about having bought that (laughs) Toyota. But the follow-up confirmed the importance of the decision. Hmm. And I thought, I'm sure he does that with everybody. He sells the cards. But it helped me. So if you ask a congregation or ask people in the congregation to write down something they can do as a result of your sermon, And you can follow up to see. I'm just wondering if you were able to contact that friend. How did it go? Whatever they say, at least you're taking them seriously. And certainly, if people come forward, if you have that in your church, to trust Jesus Christ, it's not over when the service is over. You follow them up. Most people come forward, and they're not sure what they're doing, and they're scared stiff and they're in front of a congregation, and somebody sits down and tries to give them the gospel. But if you say, could we drop over to see you, just to talk about this again? And then you follow up with that. It's amazing how follow-up works. Yeah, and, and so
1: the sermon itself is not contained within a 25 or 45 minute time block, but it is actually being cultivated, sown, developed in the hours, Days, weeks, and months that follow. So, that simple act of writing down, I'm going to um, call my mother every Sunday night. You see that in the card. You talk to Sarah and say, How's it going with the phone call with your mom? That connection shows your pastoral interest, but also shows how you want to see them apply the truth of
2: that text in their everyday life? And if you say, is there anything we can do to help you carry that out? That says, look, I'm willing to <laughs> get involved in some way. The other thing I think we often forget is that when we talk about a decision, decisions always seem to have to do with the future. But sometimes the best thing that can happen is that I realize I've made a good decision. When I trusted Christ, when I became a Christ father, it was a good decision. It got rocky along the way, but yeah. And when you know that, a call or a note or some way to say, you made a good decision when you bought that Toyota. You made that good decision when you came to trust Jesus Christ. You made a good decision when you were baptized. Just to say that to people is to follow up in a way that is uh, loving And I think crucial to the life of faith. Yeah. So to make our sermons extend
1: beyond just the preaching of them, but also the practice of them, follow up with your listeners.
0: Thank you, Scott and Haddon, for this week's Preaching Points podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Every week we try to offer brief reflections like this on preaching, at point you toward preaching excellence. All right, I'm Brian Hedinga. We'll see you next week right here on Preaching Points. today on News 4 at 4. One out of four COVID survivors dealing with symptoms months after having the virus. We're working for you, showing you how a local hospital is helping to solve the mystery of COVID long haulers. Plus, Pat Lawson News, Leon Harris, and Sean Yancey catch you up on the day's biggest stories. And Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron helping you plan for the next 10 days. Working for you today on News 4 at 4 on NBC4.
1: It's the Big Cereal Sale, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Hy-Vee. Get cereal for just $1.49. Stock up on General Mills cereal, like Honey Nut Cheerios, Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs, Cocoa Puffs, and Trix, just $1.49. That's right, just $1.49 at Hy-Vee. And Kellogg's cereal, like Frosted Flakes, Mini Wheats, Raisin Bran, and Rice Krispies, just $1.49. Don't miss the Big Cereal Sale, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, only at Hy-Vee. Summer restrictions apply.